Hey guys, welcome to Wisdom's Echo. This is Stephen McKee. And today I just want to talk just a little bit about <clears throat> letting God search us. Because sometimes we want to be used by the Lord, we want to be a vessel that's that's used by the Lord and maybe we've got <clears throat> we've got we all got a scroll, but we know God wants to use us in a, a powerful, mighty way. But for all of us there's things that maybe hinder and more than likely, a lot of those things, or at least some of those things, maybe we're not even aware of because we've all got blind spots. We've all got parts of us that just can't see the thing that hinders us. I mean, we can all look at other people and we can see how maybe this hinders them or that hinders their walk. And it's easy to do that, but it's not so easy to see it in ourselves. That's why when Jesus said, take the, the plank out of your own eye, then you will be able to see, to take the speck out of your brother's eye. We have to judge, we have to discern what's um, <clears throat> maybe not quite right in others, but we've got to deal with the stuff in our own heart first, our own sight first, our own life first. But how do we do that? How can we actually see what hinders us? How can we see that which is in the way which blocks us from moving in God, from progressing, from growing, from maturing. Well, one of the greatest discoveries for me is a simple prayer. And it's the courtroom prayer, if you like. Well, I use this in the courtroom. I use it, um, Ian Clayton will call it the mobile court. And it's it's just a simple, humble way. Remember, the, the court really is where we deal with our stuff. Um, let me just read Zechariah 3, first of all. It says, Then he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right side to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this man a burning stick snatched from the fire? Now Joshua was dressed, and this is an important part, Now Joshua was dressed in, a, in filthy clothes as he stood before the angel. And the angel said to those who were standing before him, Take off his filthy clothes. Then he said to Joshua, See, I have taken away your sin, and I will put fine garments on you. See, I have taken away your sin. Then I said, Put a clean turban on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him while the angel of the Lord stood by. I just want to point out from this scripture, Zechariah 3, that... Although this is a courtroom scenario, you don't see um, Joshua the high priest petitioning the Lord for anything here. The only thing that really happened was he was being dealt with, his filthy clothes, which represents sin, was being dealt with in the court. So in the courtroom, it's where we get dealt with. This is a an example of, of redemption where the filthy clothes were taken off and he was given a white garment which represents cleansing, which represents um, sanctification being <clears throat> totally changed. Um, and this scenario was not really about petitioning God for for family members or for, uh, I don't know, it could be for a nation, for anything. It was where he dealt with his stuff. And that's what I want to talk about just for a few minutes is allowing God to search us. Because maybe Joshua wasn't even aware he had filthy garments. Who knows? We don't know from this scripture. But the others could see, like the Lord could see, 
Like it was apparent that he needed to be changed. He needed new garments. He needed a new turban in his head, which represents the mind of Christ. And I just want to give you a simple tool, a simple scripture that you can use in the court to ask the Lord to search us because we might have many issues. Um, it could be sin, it could be blockages, it could be fear, it could be anything. A blind spot that we're not aware of. And this is the scripture I use very simply and it's from Psalm 139. I'll read it. Um, I think it's the King James Version, I'm not sure. First of all, and then I'll read the Passion Translation, which I love. Yeah, it's the New King James Version. It says this, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. And see if there is any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. I mean, this is the humility of David. He's saying, search me, O God. Search me and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties. And see if there is any wicked ways in me. Why? Because if we search ourselves, we can overlook things. We can look at a certain way, maybe a mindset, maybe a belief system that we have. And we can justify it by being very intelligent and using rationality and and <clears throat> and logic. And we can actually come out looking great, thinking, well, we're okay in that area. But actually, if you ask the Lord to search you, he may come up with a different conclusion. And we've got to be humble. We need humility. It's the meek that inherit the earth. Moses said he was the most humble man on the whole earth. He wrote that about himself, mind you. But he was. And God looks for the humble. He actually opposes the proud. And if we come before him, and if we want to be used by God, if we want to be walking in the full stature of Christ, the fullness, walking in the power of the age to come, walking as mature sons, then we need to allow God's searching eyes to come. We need him to search our inward being. We need him to search our, our whole triune being, body, soul, spirit. We need to, him to search us to see if there's any wicked way in us, anything that maybe remains hidden, even to ourselves. Because as I've said a few times, we have so many blind spots. And someone can point it out to you a million times and we just don't get it. But when the Lord comes, see, that's why we need the spirit of truth. That's why we need the spirit of conviction. In revival times, we might just say that's revival. But actually, we need it in everyday life. We need it in every second of our life. We need the searching eyes of truth to come. Those searching eyes, that spirit of truth that comes, and he convinces us of what is right. He convinces us what is sinful and what is right. Why? To make us feel bad? No. To condemn us? No. Is to show us the things in us that hinder us from experiencing the fullness of Yahweh himself. The very things that hinder us from experiencing his goodness and his love and his mercy and his power and his glory and his fire. He comes and searches us. And we need to ask, simply go into the court. You can do it when you're driving, you can do it, but don't shut your eyes. You can do it when you're walking, you can do it in your prayer closet, wherever that might be. And simply say, search me, O God, and know me, and know my heart, and try me, 
and know my anxieties and see if there's any wicked ways in me. See if there's anything hidden that hinders the blessings and the fullness of the Lord. You see, salvation comes as a seed. The fullness of God is within us, but that fullness can be hindered. It can be hindered. It's like this, this rays of the light of God cannot get to the seed sometimes because of the blockages. The spirit is almost, is hampered, is, is, is held back. Christ in us is, is imprisoned because of hindrances and because of blind spots. But if we humbly come before him and say, search me and see if there's any wicked way in me. It's a simple way to God moving in a deeper way, in a higher way. Sometimes we're looking for some complex um, formula. Whereas the Lord is simply saying, come before me and be humble and ask me to search you. I love the Passion Translation and it's the same verse and it says, God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. Put me to the test and sift through all my anxious cares. Now listen to this, this is verse 24. It says, see if there is any path of pain I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious everlasting ways. The path that brings me back to you. So he says, God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. So as you listen to this, invite his searching gaze into your heart. Let him examine you through and through. He's not out to condemn you. He's not out to make you feel shame and guilt, but he's really exposing the, the barriers and blockages so that they can be removed, so that the fullness of love can be revealed to you and through you and in you. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. Often these things are hidden even to ourselves. Put me to the test and sift, sift through all my anxious cares. And now this is the part that it's not always about sin that blocks us. Sometimes it's pain, sometimes it's heartache, sometimes it's brokenness, sometimes it's maybe difficult situations or things that's happened to us in the past. See if there is any path of pain I'm walking on. You see, sometimes the path of pain, because we're consumed by the pain, we're consumed by the suffering, that we actually take our gaze off the Lord and it leads us in a path of pain. And yeah, we do go through pain and suffering, but our focus is always to be on Jesus. Like Christ was always focused on the Father, even through the pain, even through the cross, even through suffering. And we have to invite the Lord into those areas, into those hidden parts of us. And it says, see if there's any path of pain I'm walking on. And lead me back to your glorious everlasting ways. So as we are sitting before him, we're asking him to lead us back into his glorious everlasting ways. He directs our path. He puts a light in front of us. He brings healing and wholeness to those areas that hinder those areas of pain and suffering. Those areas that, that have maybe built a wall around our heart and around our soul to keep us protected. Yeah, maybe it does protect us in a sense, but actually it blocks the Lord. It blocks the Holy Spirit. So we're asking him to lead us back into his glorious everlasting ways. The path that brings us back to you. I absolutely love that. The path it brings us back to you. It's not just back into paths of blessing and favour. 
which it is. But it actually brings us back to the, the Lord, to Yahweh. You see, sometimes these blockages, these blind spots, whether it's sin, whether it's fear, or whether it's just pain, wherever it might be, can bring blockages. And sometimes we don't have a clue that this blockage is even there. That's why we invite his gaze. We invite his searching gaze into our heart to examine us. Not to condemn us, not to give us shame. But so that he can test us, sift through our anxious cares. To see if there's any path of pain we're walking on. Why? So that he can lead us back into his glorious, everlasting ways. The path that brings us back to the Lord. The path that brings you back into that place of intimacy with the Lord. Maybe that place you once had, that place where you once, maybe you just touched it, maybe you just experienced it once, I don't know. Or maybe you've never had it, but this brings us back to who we really are. That place where our spirit is at one with his spirit, where deep cries unto deep. That place of longing for that secret place where we commune with the Lord, even in terms of mankind, that place of intimacy with the Lord like Adam were brought back into that place of knowing the Lord not just knowing about him not just reading about him not just reading about his deeds of of days of old not just reading about revivals of old although I love that but actually taking us back into the depths of his heart into the depths of his presence into the depths of his fire into the depths of his glory into the depths of knowing him personally that you can walk like Enoch Walk with the Lord day by day, minute by minute, hour by hour, walking with him. But it all starts with us asking him to search us. So I just encourage you to simply by faith go beyond the veil and ask the Lord to search you. You're in that place of the court where you're asking him, the judge of all, to search you, to expose everything that hinders, whether it's pain or whether it's sin or whatever it might be that blocks the fullness of God and let him search you and let him lead you back into the place of everlasting ways, the path that brings you back to the Lord.